hello from the East Coast to the West Coast and to listeners around the world. Welcome to the Truth Seekers Radio Show. I'm your host, Angeline Marie. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. We're broadcasting on Liberty Works Radio Network at libertyworksradionetwork.com and their affiliate stations. Also, don't forget, you can always learn more about our program and find podcasts posted at truthseekersradioshow.com. Today, my guest is Robbie Davidson. He is a video producer and founder of the YouTube channel called Celebrate Truth. Lately, he's been looking into a more controversial subject from a Christian perspective that questions what we've been told about where we live, the earth. Here's an excerpt from his Celebrate Truth video channel, pretty much sums up the purpose of his work on Celebrate Truth, and here it is. To promote God's truth and expose the world's world's lies, what if everything that NASA and science has taught you about the Earth, Sun, Moon, stars, and space was a lie? What if Satan wanted to destroy the foundations of God's word with perverting the truth of the enclosed flat earth we live in from the very start? It might sound crazy, but take the journey and study this topic because it might be the most shocking truth you've ever discovered about the world you live in. Open your Bible, read all the verses describing God's creation again. Evolution is a lie and teaching nothing more than you were just an accident in a big bang. Monkey man science is all part of the great deception. Don't believe the lies. Wow. So if you will help me, welcome Robbie Davidson. How are you doing today, Robbie? Doing wonderful. Thanks for having me on, Angela. And thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Robbie, I'm going to get back to what I just read from your site. But first, what I want to start with is for those maybe who haven't heard you yet, why don't you first tell us a little bit about yourself and then what brought you into looking into Flat Earth? I've been a Christian for uh, about 24 years now, and through my journey, I've got into all sorts of topics, apologetics, and studying the occult and world religions, and just been a fascinating journey. And, uh, you know, for the longest time, getting into great works of the creation ministries like, you know, Ken Hovind and Ken Ham, and just studying, you know, the lies of evolution, you know, it was a really big wake-up call, because I think a lot of people, you know, through our science textbooks and what we were taught as fact, as this is proven, we later find out that it's not so much fact, it's uh, a lot of agendas, and there's a lot of uh, miscalculations within, you know, what they're teaching. So for me, it was, you know, really focusing on those areas and finding out that I could have confidence, I could, you know, debate someone and be credible, not just something I believe in or that I'm not against, against, but uh, this is something that uh, is important. And um, I think that that was the big thing. But uh, I think for the longest time, stepping back and looking at it, it was, you know, everyone was attacking the branches of this tree, but no one was really looking at the root. It was almost like we understood. And a lot, I want to say, you know, we, a lot of people under, you know, they found out the lies of evolution, but they still didn't really go, well, wait a minute, where does evolution come from? But if you actually look into it, without the Big Bang heliocentric universe, evolution is impossible. <clears throat> and so when you start kind of going backwards and start looking into the cosmology and everything they taught about the sun, moon, stars, even our Earth, you find out that the same lies that were embedded, you know, because, for example, with evolution, if you're looking at it and you come to the conclusion that it's all wrong, then is there any truth in evolution? Well, no. Well, if the cosmology and the story of the Big Bang heliocentric universe, is there any truth? in that. Well, if it starts with a lie, then there can't be. So for my journey, getting into it and going further back, you know, throughout Scripture, because for me, the Bible was the arbiter of truth in all things. And I wanted to know, here's what God's Word says, 
here's what man says. We've got problems here. We've got issues. So, you know, looking into it and coming to it from a science uh, point of view, coming to it from, you know, truth-seeking and kind of peace, you know, getting all the dots connected. Um, it was just absolutely just unbelievable, uh, the stuff that was uncovered. And, and while you had mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast that, you know, when you mention an enclosed flat earth at first, you know, people just tune out. And I mean, for years when I would hear people talking about these type of concepts, it would just, it was laughable. But once you start looking into it, it doesn't become funny much longer. And there's a lot of seriousness in this uh, topic. So it's good that we're speaking about it today. I got to admit, when I first heard it, I was shocked, just like I think most of us are. And But you know what it really did for me was I thought, gee, if any of this part of this is even true, then that means everything else that possibly that we've been taught or that we think we know what we know could maybe not be true as well. And so you really it really makes you think deeper and just keep going deeper into what you what you think you've been taught. I mean, because people in general know what they know from school, multitude of media, teachers, parents, so on and so forth. But when a person first hears about the subject, they shut down and they don't even want to entertain that it might not be true. And I think, unfortunately, what it what it's done for me has made me even more skeptical about everything else now, especially things that I see in the news. I mean, I almost view news as just nothing more than theater anymore. I was wondering, what are your thoughts about this? Did it make you look more into not just the flat earth, but everything else as to far as what to believe? Well, as part of my journey, I mean, I'd already been down, you know, looking at the truth and understanding what media was or even, you know, the evening news that a lot of it was propaganda. There was agendas put in place. and You didn't even have to be a hardcore conspiracy theorist to see that they're openly talking about a new world order. So there was a time when people were talking about, you know, people are trying to build a new world order and they're like, relax, you're a conspiracy theorist, you know. But now it's just out in the open. They openly will tell you we're trying to create a new world order. So there are topics sometimes that seem taboo uh, or they seem conspiratorial, like you have to wear a, a tinfoil hat. But all of a sudden, when they start coming out right into reality, you know, they no longer become just a silly conspiracy theory. So some of these topics that we're talking about might seem taboo, you know, now. But again, there's reality and you can kind of see it through media. You can see it through Hollywood. You can see an agenda. And when you're getting when you're getting science agencies, you're getting NASA, you're getting Hollywood, all pushing certain agendas. And like you have to look into it and say, where are they kind of pushing people? What are they wanting people to, to believe? And as we know uh, in the Bible that, uh, you know, Satan is the god of this world and that, uh, you know, people in the world's system are going to be moving in one direction. And as Christians, as people that are standing for the Word of God, we have to be in the world, but not of the world. So what does that mean? We have to be wise, we have to be loving, and we have to deliver that truth. But we'll do that in love. But we have to stand for the Word of God and truth, because truth is important. You know, something else, have you noticed that more and more people in public life, I mean, I've I've seen a couple different clips with President Obama talking about Flat Earth. I've heard of several celebrities bringing it up. Of course, when they do, it's in a sarcastic way. But why do you think all of a sudden this is being thrown into the mainstream as well? I think a lot of times in order to uh, dismiss something, you have to ridicule it. And if you look at many agendas, um, you'll see that basically they're introduced through comedy or through laughter. And then pretty soon they, they turn into a very serious tone. But again, I think it's a very clever way because like all of us, me included, 
When you hear the idea of a flat earth, you just completely shut down. It is the most ridiculous thing that you've ever heard. And you have to ask yourself, why are people responding that way so instantly? Why not just take, you know, a day and just look into it? I mean, if it's so silly, then just, you know, look into it. But a lot of people will shut down. But I think it's that ridicule. I think it's those two words that really turns people off. I mean, I go by, like in my film, uh, The Global Lie, that I, uh, I put out, I uh, classify myself and then close creationist. And again, people will be like, oh, what's, what, what does that mean? And you can kind of dialogue. But the minute you say, I'm a flat earther, like, oh, you know, you're you're crazy. So I think it's those two words. And if you actually look back, for the longest time, we've seen those pictures of ships going right over the edge. And people cannot comprehend it because they've seen the pictures. They've been indoctrinated with how silly that is. Of course, we know what we know. Of course, we're on a ball. But you have to ask yourself the question, how do you know that you're on a ball, you know, on a spinning ball earth? Again, that's the biggest question because it comes down to how do you know you've been told this? But when you start looking into it, there is no scientific experiment that you and I, anyone actually, anywhere on Earth can do to prove the movement of the Earth or the curvature of the Earth. And that's a big problem. So it's not just Christians that are looking at this. You have science, people that are looking at the scientific method, real science, not hijacked scientism and the agenda that you know came into it. And you have these great big, these men that are uh, coming out and they hate God, they hate the Bible, and they clearly have an agenda. But what real science was, was investigation, was doing a test, you know, through experimentation, you know, repeating it, seeing something that's observable. Um, and that w- is what it was. But again, when you find, when you start looking around and you start applying that principle, you cannot find the curvature. People say, well, sure, I've seen it, I've seen it. Then go out and scientifically test it, verify it so that we can do that experiment and we can conclude. Because when you look at their math, <clears throat> not our math, when you look at science's math on the curvature rate of the Earth, and I would you know, advise anyone just to look into this, you have major problems. You should not be able to see things that are even 20, 30 miles out, and we're clearly seeing them. Not only are we seeing them at 20 and 30, we're seeing them at 100 miles away. You've got missile commanders coming forward. You've got, you know, engineers. You've got air traffic controllers, pilots now coming forward. You've got specialized people in many industries that are all starting now to come forward saying, wait a minute, based on these calculations, these are impossibilities. So there's a big problem. So again, like evolution, it could be a theory, but don't call it science. And in the same way, when you want to talk about the heliocentric Big Bang universe, oh, it's proven, it's scientific, it's not. It's a theory, but it's not science. And this is what they're teaching to our children. This is what they're teaching to us. And there's no debate. It's over. We've already concluded. This is fact. But when you peel it back, you're going to find it is not. It is theories. And it is an agenda. And that's the unfortunate thing that we've all kind of looked at these things. is like, no, 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 they're proven. It's science. Science unfortunately, has become a religion and a very dangerous one at that. Okay, Robbie, let's take our first break. Listeners, today my guest is Robbie Davidson. He's a video producer and founder of the YouTube channel Celebrate Truth, and we're discussing what he's found as he's been looking more into the flat earth theory, and we'll be back momentarily on the Truth Seekers radio show. Want to lose weight? Then turn your body into a furnace that literally melts the fat away. That's exactly what Thermometer does. Thermometer is uniquely formulated with patented ingredients like bitter orange, brown seaweed, and decaffeinated green tea. Their combined thermogenic properties boost up your metabolism and turn up the heat in your body so you melt the fat away without any jittery side effects. Thermometer is not available in stores. It's only available to listeners of this station. We're giving away 100 free bottles right now to anyone who enrolls in our special trial offer. 
Call now for your risk-free trial offer. 800-430-4147. One more time, 800-430-4147. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows. You can't afford to wait. So call 800-965-1291-800-965-1291. Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers radio show. Today, my guest is Robbie Davidson. He is the founder of the YouTube channel called Celebrate Truth, and we're talking about the Flat Earth Theory. Robbie, can you tell us a little bit about the uh, heliocentric universe model and the geocentric model, and a little bit about the, the differences between these models and how they even came about in the first place? Do you know a little bit of that history? Sure. I mean, in my uh, film, The Global Eye, I, I touch on it because I show that Copernicus was kind of you know revolutionary in, in creating something that really had a paradigm shift. But before that, um, we don't even need to talk about the shape of the earth. Let's just talk about the fact that it was stationary. As the Bible states, if you look throughout the Bible, try to find one verse that supports the earth moving, doing anything really. I mean, you find over and over and over again that the earth is fixed stationary, immovable, and this is what was taught all the way up, and this is like, we're going back 500 years ago, um, until Nicholas Copernicus basically changed it, and his idea was, well, no, the Earth should not have its prominence, it should be the sun, because the sun gives light, the sun is, you know, huge, it is the giver of all things, and again, what's interesting about that, if you study any type of history when it comes to the pagan, you're looking at Greek, the Romans, you're looking at the Egyptians with Ra. Sun has always throughout time been the focal point of sun worship. And I mean, if you start looking really carefully at our modern day sun worship heliocentric universe, what that really means is that the sun is the center and the earth no longer is. Before it was that the earth was stationary still, and yet the sun, moon, constellations all revolved around it. What Copernicus did, and it was uh, very crafty, is moving the sun into prominence and that it was the earth that moved not the sun and again this is why it was very interesting and a lot of people if they want to look back into history you're going to find the great reformers like john calvin you're going to see martin luther you're going to see augustine you're going to see great writers as pink like aw pink they were warning about this they were saying that this was i mean john calvin went so far as to say that these people are possessed and they're madmen and he was pointing fingers at copernicus i mean you have martin luther saying this is incredibly dangerous and don't you buy into these lies this is again 
against the Bible, and they were screaming from the rooftops about this. And yet it took hold. And from that explosion, we had Darwin, we had all the incredible sciences, the biological sciences, even into the psychological sciences. It was like this great awakening that took place that could create all of these other um, sciences from it. So if you trace it back, and a lot of people focused on Darwin, and oh, yeah, you know, Darwin lied to us about evolution. But if you go back, how did Darwin kind of spawn his ideas? And you start tracing it back, and you're going to find that Copernicus, and it goes back even further. If you study it, you're, you're going to see this. But again, it comes down to geocentric, means the Earth is the center. It is still stationary, and everything revolves around it. But the heliocentric teaches, no, 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 the sun that is still. And again, I the first verse that I came to, and I advise anyone to look at this, is Joshua 10, 12, and 13. Clearly talk about stopping the sun and the moon, meaning that the sun and the moon were moving, and they were stopped for the entire day. And if anyone wants to seriously look at the Bible and say, I look at this at face value, I don't think this is allegory or poetry, they're going to be really clear on this, you have a major problem. So either we're going to believe in the Word of God that the sun is telling us over and over in the Bible that the sun moves, yet science has told us no. That's fairy tales. These people were ignorant back then. And that whole evolutionary lie that people here now and today with our technology, with our great sciences, we're so enlightened and we're so much smarter than those Neanderthals way back in time. And I think that's a very dangerous lie because I think there were a lot of intelligent men, societies, they understood. And just because we're coming up with these concepts now, don't believe the lies that through science or technology, we're so more evolved, so much more evolved in our understanding of the universe when all of a sudden you find out that it's moving in a very, very, um, you know, deceptive way in t- taking people away from God. Uh, because what has the Big Bang heliocentric universe given us? It's given us the reality there's no need for God. And that's the unfortunate thing, that people that buy into this over time, it destroys God in their minds. And it's unfortunate, but I believe it's Satan's plan all along. I've heard you talk about a documentary called The Principle, and I've actually tried to watch this twice now online with no luck. I just can't get it to load, so I think I'm going to buy the DVD, but I've heard you talk uh, say it's a very good documentary. Can you tell us a little bit about the principle? Uh, well, the principle, I mean, uh, they definitely do not believe in a flat earth. For them, they're geocentric, and uh, I think when it comes to, you know, their presentation, they bring a lot of parallels into, like, you know, how science is supporting the fact that the heliocentric Big Bang universe is wrong, and that the um, geocentric universe is just as viable, you know, through science and through their discovery. So while I would disagree with them, you know, and we could have our debates when it comes to the nature of the shape of the Earth and all that, I think that they've at least kind of uncracked one, you know, element that I think is really, really important. Um, but again, this is one thing that we all look at, is that the science has lied, and it is not just evolutionary or the biological sciences. Science across the board has been hijacked a long time ago. And while we use the word science, you know, I am not against science. I guess I should say scientism. But it has become a religion, a belief system, an agenda, and any type of data that doesn't support what they want, you know, they'll, they'll just boot it out. So, again, it's no longer true, um, you know, real empirical science anymore. And unfortunately, we've moved into that uh, paradigm. So um, they've just been bringing out the reality and anyone that's looking at it really scientific and want to see the data that's supporting the fact that, no, there is great, great uh, data to support that, no, we are significant, we do not move, that we are at the center of everything, and that everything revolves around us, just the way the Bible told us. And just even looking at, does it make sense that God would create Earth exactly the same as everything else out there in the universe? He would create us unique, special, different. And I think one of the dangerous lies was making us into a ball like everything else. 
in the universe. And again, then it gives us, are we significant? I mean, we're just another ball floating around. I mean, we can sustain life, but where is science and NASA? Where are they heading? They're desperately trying to find life. And I always say to people, what do you think or what are you going to do when science tells you it is proven, it is fact, we have discovered life? How are you going to be able to look, you know, to the Bible or how, you know, how is the church going to respond to that data when that happens? Because I personally believe that's where this is moving, because once they do, it is just going to amplify the heliocentric Big Bang universe even more. That, of course, billions and billions and trillions of galaxies, there's, you know, millions of life forms out there. And one day we'll find them. But again, that does not give any significance to the Earth. It goes completely against the Bible because it's very clear he created the moon, the sun, and the stars for Earth. And even all of the stars that are up there and forever and ever, um, the planets, as we call them today, they were always called the wandering stars. But planets themselves, you know, is a term, and again, it's a debatable term, with what we've been taught. How do you know? Do you think that the pictures they've shown you is a real picture? You know, stop and think about the fact that it's 2016. Don't you find it strange that there is not one HD video footage of the entire spinning ball from space? They tell us that our Earth is spinning at a thousand miles at the equator. Has anyone felt it? You know, do we have a video to support that? We don't. It's 2016. I mean, supposedly they say they went to the moon, you know, in the 1960s. How come they haven't been back? And again, you just have to start looking at these very carefully, even going and saying, I want to see pictures, real pictures of Earth from space. Do you know that if you go to NASA's website, NASA will admit that all of their pictures are renderings, CGI, composites, paintings. There's one they took supposedly in the moon landing, and they came out with another one, I think, in 2015, but they've already been looked at, and they're fraudulent. But again, ask yourself the question, with all those you know, technology, why is it we do not have real, I mean, thousands of thousands of pictures, real pictures of Earth, and better yet, how about a video footage of the entire spinning ball from space? We don't. And we've been, we've, we've had these agencies tell us what they tell us, and we all believe it because they're our authorities. They're the ones, the wisdom of the world, you know, is passing away. It's foolishness to God. And yet, who are the wisest people on Earth? It's the philosophers and the scientists. And again, we've looked to them as they're the wise men. They're telling us our reality, yet the Word of God is saying something different. And I think we need to all look at that as something very serious and just come to grips with, okay, God, what's the Bible saying? What is, you know, my world and what are my authorities telling me? Okay, do I start putting that into the text or do I read it at face value and say, no, Lord, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to take you exactly what you're saying. And again, like verses, like I mentioned with Joshua, but I mean, we could go through, you know, five or six different shows on all the verses to support the lies of uh, the cosmology and uh, everything that they have taught us about a lot of things in our universe and on our Earth. And Robbie, before we go to our next break, just real quick, um, have you noticed how they seem to be pushing Mars lately? Uh, it seems like everything has Mars tied into it, and I almost think this is gets back to kind of what you were saying before, but it's almost like we're a small part of this huge system, and now they're talking about Mars, pictures of Mars. How do you think all this plays into the ball Earth? Well, I mean, yeah, and again, the big thing is that they're desperate to find life, and they've talked about, you know, with their supposed uh, land rovers on Mars, they've detected that there was water there billions of years ago, so that there was probably at one point life on that planet. Um, again, read that into the Bible. You know, you're going to have a really hard time. But nonetheless, um, you know, Hollywood pushes these, you know, movies off to Mars, but then all of a sudden NASA cancels the mission to Mars. And then they say, oh, we're going to postpone it for 50 years. They talk about going to the moon. Oh, we're going to, you know, postpone that. 
Um, if you actually start looking into it, it's like stalling tactics. The technology has caught up. Why I tell people, and again, this might come as you know, pretty out there for maybe your listeners, but I do not believe for even one minute that they believe that they landed on the moon. And people will say, that's crazy. Of course they did. Well, you know, you can prove me wrong. I'd like to see if they ever go back, supposedly. They're not going to. Technology is caught up to the moon. I have a P900, the Nikon Coolpix P900 camera. I can zoom in very close on the moon. Again, they will never, ever even think about, they will go further off, they will say Mars, Pluto, and when technology catches up to that, they're going to go further off, because they're not doing these things. They're not actually up there. We take their word for it, that they're sending pictures back from Mars, the rover that's on Mars, 120 million miles away. Ask yourself, what kind of Wi-Fi connection, a wireless connection (laughs) that can send back pictures 120 miles away? It is. It's laughable when you start thinking of these things and you say, well, they have some really good technology. Think about it. You know, we have a hard time with our Wi-Fi connection on Earth if we, you know, step away, you know, a few meters. But what I'm saying is 120 million miles away, they're sending back live pictures from their probe on Mars. I mean, some of the stuff that they're saying is just perpetuating, you know, and as long as people don't, you know, they stop and they analyze these things, they're going to believe anything that they say. But unfortunately, it's just nonstop lies that are coming out of their mouth continually. They're getting taxpayer dollars. They're getting billions and billions and billions of dollars. And ask yourself the question, what exactly have they done for mankind? What exactly have they done with all those billions of dollars? And to me, it just seems like they're just spending their ball lies and, and uh, you know, doing a lot of damage. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and take our next break. Listeners, today my guest is Robbie Davidson. He's a video producer and founder of the YouTube channel called Celebrate Truth. And we're discussing some of the findings he's found on Flat Earth Theory. And we'll be back momentarily on the Truth Seekers radio show. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. So call Call 800-965-1291. 800-965-1291. 800-965-1291. You can control your health care with Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is an alternative to expensive health insurance. You can finally make the right decisions for you and your family. It's not insurance, it's medical cost sharing. You can affordably control the cost of your medical expenses. It's a group of individuals effectively sharing the cost of health care and paying far less for it. You don't even have to pay for procedures that are unnecessary or that violate your conscience. This is based on shared values. You are not alone. With Liberty Health Share, you're part of something bigger, a group of people who care for and support one another. Join the movement of people who share in medical costs and change the way you pay for your health care forever. It's simple and easy. 
Call 1-800-714-6993 right now for more information or visit libertyoncall.com. Get a free estimate today. Liberty HealthShare, there is an answer. Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers radio show. Today, my guest is Robbie Davidson. He's the founder of the YouTube channel called Celebrate Truth. Robbie, can you give us, uh, if you have a web address or any contact information or any um, your YouTube channel address and all that so that people could, could get to some of your videos? Sure. You can go onto YouTube. You can uh, just type in Celebrate Truth, just two words. You'll find my work there. I'm also on Facebook. Um, you can add me as well, Robbie Davidson, on Facebook. Uh, I have a personal channel also on uh, YouTube as well under Robbie Davidson. But, yeah, my main work would be found on YouTube. Um, my channel is about eight months old. I have about almost 100 videos on there. I have, you know, a big range. And, again, I've got some really good, solid biblical work. For anyone that uh, is from a Christian, they want to understand this from a Christian, a biblical point of view, and, uh, you know, open your Bible while you're going through it and address some of these things. Because, well, some people are laughing at this. There's a lot of people that are seriously looking at the problems and the things that are being brought up, such as the, you know, Joshua. But then you get into, like, you know, Isaiah 40:22. you know, that uh, people will use, including myself, for years about, you know, that uh, God sits and thrown above the circle. See, see, that's, see, that's a globe. Well, you look into the Hebrew, and there's a different word for ball or sphere and circle. And again, when you start looking at these things and bringing it up and being very honest with the text and just take out your biases and you start reading it, what, what, would you, what would you come up with? For example, even like a child saying, you know, Daddy, Mommy, where's heaven? And you point up on a spinning ball flying through space. Where is up? I mean, we have, we have got this, you know, God is the, uh, not the author of confusion. And again, it has really confused us because, again, when Jesus comes in the clouds and all eyes will see him, how will that happen on a ball? It's an impossibility. So there are verses that are very, very tough to dissect unless, however, you know, it was true that we were on a stationary flat earth, enclosed. And again, that's the thing that sometimes throws people off. But again, you get back into Genesis. The firmament divided the waters from the waters. And for years and years, I was always puzzled by that verse. And I think a lot of people have always been puzzled by it. But when you start looking into this, start formulating what that worldview would look like, just, just to see. And then you'll start saying, wow, it's all starting to make sense. Everything's coming together. I'm starting to understand that, you know, the sun is not 93 million miles away. It's a lot closer. And uh, it's uh, absolutely incredible when it comes to uh, the studies that uh, you can look at with all of this, especially with the luminaries of the the sun and the moon. I mean, the Bible teaches that the sun and the moon are both lights. We've been taught that the sun reflects its light off of the moon. But what's really incredible, and any of your listeners can do this, and I'll tell you, it will just amaze you. Go out with your church group and just try this experiment, but get an infrared you know, thermometer, and you will find the most incredible thing that hundreds of uh, tens of thousands of people around the earth are discovering is that the sun gives off a hot light, the moon gives off a cool light. And what I mean by that is in the sun, everyone knows it can be hot in the sun. And you go in the shade and you cool down. But with the sun, with the moon, you can be cold in the moonlight. And when you go in the shade, the exact opposite happens. You warm up. Not only does it have the opposite, as sunlight can be magnified and you can make things hotter or burn paper. If you magnify moonlight, you can make objects colder. So what we're finding is that the lies they've told us, you know, 
are indeed like they are there right in front of us. The Bible clearly says it. And it not only says that they're both lights, if you look at it, the sun is masculine, the moon is feminine. And when you get all the verses that the moon will not give her light, she, the moon, has her own light source. So people are applying science and they're looking at these things critically. And even through scientific experimentation, like with empirical science, people can verify, indeed, the moon is giving off its own light. And that's a big problem for the modern day cosmology. But the Bible said it all along, and yet we just dismissed it. We just said, well, you know, I don't know. I don't understand that, but science has figured it out for me. But yet we're finding over and over and over again that the Bible has been true all along, and we can trust it 100%, regardless what the world is telling us. Now, you brought up, what are they doing with all this money? And so that brings me to the question of NASA and how that fits into this equation. Do you think, I've heard this term, the secret space program, do you think, um, I mean, really, I just think NASA is a money-making machine. And like, here we go again, nobody questions anything because they just feel that NASA needs that money so that we can, you know, do things in space and we know it costs a lot. What is your feeling on NASA? Well, I mean, even before this investigation, it's upsetting to know that, you know, there's so many people starving. And I think that a tenth of the NASA budget would feed the Earth like three times over. I mean, it's really discouraging to think that, you know, well, you know, they're sucking all this money to just go around and put probes on planets when, you know, there's a lot of hurt, you know, on, on the Earth. But again, when you start to basically piece it together, you're going to find even the the origins of NASA with um, Jack Parson, Aleister Crowley. You're going to see some very, very deep satanic kind of connections with the beginnings of NASA. But what I, again, this is my theory, but what I'm saying is if you start looking into the Earth and the nature of it, when you start looking into Antarctica, there's some really incredible mysteries there. You get back into the 50s with the Admiral Byrd uh, missions and that type of thing. But uh, you have to ask yourself the question, why is no plane ever flown across Antarctica? Why is it that we've gone around the Earth, you know, supposedly, you know, east to west, but no one's ever done it south, like north to south? Again, these are kind of interesting things to just ponder. But what I'm looking at is that they went out to the other edge, they found something. There's a reason why Antarctica, no one is allowed to go there and just freely roam. You can get approval from your government. You can fly down there with the tour, the tour guide will meet you. They'll show you the interior. But if you say, hey, I want to go explore, I want to just go, you know, that is not allowed. There's 37 nations that signed a peace treaty that said no corporation, no one will ever go there other than science. So you can look these things up and you got to say, well, that's kind of strange. How come it's the only place that, you know, there's no corporation that can even go there? They're not even allowed to drill. And apparently Admiral Byrd said that there were more resources in Antarctica, you know, 10 times over. There was coal and uranium, and it was just unbelievable if you look at the history of Antarctica, because this is a kind of a, a little clue. But what happened is they sealed that off, and then instantly NASA is created. So all of a sudden you got, well, even before NASA, you got Russia and U.S. sending up 110 rockets with, like, um, you know, megaton you know, equipment. And for four years straight, they're blowing these things up in the atmosphere. I mean, you can look this up. You're going, that's kind of strange. Why are they, you know, detonating these massive rockets for four years straight, Russia and U.S.? And instantly afterwards, NASA's created. So the way I look at it is they went out, they protected the perimeter, and then space, the whole space agencies, so they could militarize space so that you and I will never go there. They'll tell us how dangerous it is and everything. But we can't go to the edges, and we can't go um, up. And I personally think that anyone looking into it just asks itself the question, you know, why, you know, are they doing what they're doing? And I think it's, uh, there's a lot of uh, things that you can um, look into, and uh, it will really open your eyes, and you'll start to piece these things together. But again, they're the ones that tell us about our reality, 
where the Bible says a complete different thing. So, Robbie, if somebody says to you, well, what about, you know, these these rockets? We've seen them. You know, some people even go and actually watch these live. What would you say to someone that brings up these rocket launches and where are these things going? You know, they have to be going somewhere. Sure. And again, I'm not entirely too sure. But what I'm saying is, ask yourself the question, with these rocket launches, they always have these nice little cameras that point downwards, and we see the, the thrusters, and, you know what I mean, and then it cuts out. Why has there never been a camera showing up? I'd like to see one footage of a rocket where I can see it leaving the Earth's atmosphere into space. Science can't even tell you where space starts. I mean, have you ever thought about, if I go up and up and up, eventually how high in altitude do I need to be where I just pop out of our atmosphere into the vacuum of space? There is not one video anywhere in any space agency showing leaving Earth and into space. But if you look at the rocket launches, what you find is really, really interesting is when they blast off, keep watching them. You'll see them go up straight, 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 and all of a sudden they start curving, and then they all of a sudden go horizontal, and they go off, 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 till you can't see them any longer, and they just disappear. But they'll say, well, we're doing that. We're accounting for the curvature of the Earth. That still doesn't make sense. They should be able to just blast off straight and go straight up. Yet every rocket, watch the rocket, you'll see it go horizontal, it goes off in the distance, and disappears. So again, this might get more conspiratorial or whatever, and we don't even need to go in there, but there's a lot of questions to address. But when you start kind of piecing it together and ask the question, you know, why, 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 you're going to find some very interesting things. Like why at this point at 2016, don't we have like an HD camera set up on the moon that takes a picture of our spinning ball Earth 24-7 so that we can all tune in and check it out. But you're going to find these things don't exist. I mean, the only thing that exists anywhere in existence is a 25, I think it's a 25-hour time-lapse uh, picture of, of the Earth, and it kind of does its little rotation over a 25-hour period. But the clouds never, ever move their formation. Now, anyone can put a camera up in the sky and even for an hour, and you're going to see clouds doing all sorts of things. Why is it that the picture that they've shown us as there, and it's not even a video, it's just a time-lapse, the clouds never move once. Already, people have looked into that. It is fraudulent. It is completely nothing close to reality, and yet we soak the, we just look at these things as, as reality, but they're not. And again, people just need to address it, however you're coming at this. And the great thing about this whole investigation and my videos is you can come at it three ways. You can come at it biblically, you can come at it conspiratorial, or you can come at it scientific. Take your pick. It doesn't matter. It's not even that this is just lumped into one thing. If you just want to look at the Word of God based on what science has told you, go for it. But you can look at it if you're a person that's a truth seeker and you like to kind of, you know, see things clear and try to piece things together and try to seek the truth, which truth is important. Awesome. But if you're neither of those and you're just scientific, go out and do those scientific experiments with real empirical data that, you know, can be supported. And you're going to find what the reality and what the Bible taught in the first place is exactly what it is. It is flat, motionless, and there is no experiment to prove otherwise. And you can look, start looking into these. It is shocking when you start looking into the experiments they tried to prove the movement and the spin of the Earth, and yet they couldn't. And they were very discouraged. The Michelson-Morley experiment is one in particular. Look it up. Look what they did with the data. They completely were, they were so destroyed by what they had found. They had found nothing. They had found nothing of the support. So again, when we have a big problem when there's nothing scientific with any type of empirical data that we can all experiment and we can do this to support the movement of the Earth or even the curve of the Earth based on the math they've given us. The problem is they've shown us all the pictures. They cannot backtrack or say we were wrong because they, NASA has, has shown us the pictures. Science has told us, take the calculations yourself 
go over water because we all know there's no curve water on Earth. Water always finds its level. It's flat. There's a reason it's called sea level. And even the horizon, like, again, you're looking at these things, start putting it together and say, huh, how come I'm not seeing the curve or I'm not being able to detect it through any scientific means? But again, it comes down to reading the Word of God, reading the Bible, and say, okay, God, you're telling me it's this. And it's hard for me to take because all of us, all of us, we're, we're taught this from a very early age. I mean, how many of us in grade one spinning that globe, but even at grade one level, who could question it? What child even understands to be able to say, teacher, got a question. You just take it. No one ever questions these things. And even if there is a question, well, it's because of gravity. Well, how does that exactly work? Well, we don't know. We've never measured it. We've never sensed it. We've never quantified it. We've never been able to um, see it. We've never been able to feel it. Gravity was this mystical force, and yet you'll find that every single answer they have for the universe, the way the, the planets spin, the Earth does this, is gravity. Yet gravity is a theory. There's a reason why it's the theory of gravity or the theory of relativity or the theory of evolution. These are theories. Okay, fine. Believe in your theory. But do not start teaching that this is fact, this is proven, this is reality, because it's just a theory. And again, that's the biggest thing that in all my research I uncover is that we've been duped in believing that this is proven. It's fact. You want to believe in, you know, that uh, theory? Go right ahead. But don't start saying it's fact because that's not what we're finding at all. Well, Robbie, let's take our last break. Listeners, today my guest is Robbie Davidson, video producer and founder of the YouTube channel Celebrate Truth. And we'll be back momentarily on the Truth Seekers radio show. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 855-371-FAST, 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 855-371-3278. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Want to lose weight? Then turn your body into a furnace that literally melts the fat away. That's exactly what Thermometer does. Thermometer is uniquely formulated with patented and ingredients like bitter orange, brown seaweed, and decaffeinated green tea. Their combined thermogenic properties boost up your metabolism and turn up the heat in your body so you melt the fat away without any jittery side effects. Thermometer is not available in stores. It's only available to listeners of this station. We're giving away 100 free bottles right now to anyone who enrolls in our special trial offer. Call now for your risk-free trial offer. 800-430-4147 One more time, 800-430-4147 
Welcome back. You're listening to the True Seekers radio show. Today, my guest is Robbie Davidson. He's the founder of the YouTube channel called Celebrate Truth, and we are discussing his findings about the flat earth theory. Robbie, I one of the things that has been brought up to me is what about the space station? You know, they show these guys out at the space station. What have you been able to uncover as far as that goes? Well, I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, you start looking into that, it just goes from bad to worse. It really does. Uh, when you start looking into uh, the fakery, the stuff that is going on there, um, you know, it's one thing that we look at and we say, oh, of course this is happening, um, you know, and it's just really peculiar because, again, in the 60s, apparently they went to the moon, which was 240,000 miles away. And if you actually look this up and you look, how far has man been to space since the 60s? You're going to find that the furthest that man has been up, I'm not talking about probes on Mars at 120 million miles away, I'm talking about man, crap. You're looking at 400 miles. Now, if you do the math on it, it is an embarrassing. It's not even remotely close. You're talking a fraction, like a point zero 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 one percent Again, they mentioned on the ISS, they're gathering the intel, research, and technology so one day they can go back to the moon or on to Mars. And you stop and think about that. And when they start saying these things, you're going, well, wait a minute. Why, why would you need so much more technology or more research to go back to the moon? You went there like a piece of cake. You went there six times, 12 times, if you count there and back, you know, from 60 you know, to 72. So all I'm saying is, you know, what is really going on? Why don't you go back there? But then you'll have NASA coming out as well. You know, I think it was in 2014, and anyone can look this up. It's called uh, Trial Under Fire. I mean, it's still up. I'm surprised that they still have this up. But in the Orion Project, they're talking about that they have major issues trying to get through the Van Allen radiation belt. Well, supposedly in the 60s, they went through them no problem. But they're talking about the incredible shielding and radiation of these uh, Van Allen radiation belts, and they don't know how to get through them. And again, they're a lot higher. They're like, you know, six, seven hundred you know, miles high or whatever. So they're sitting here in an ISS and they're sitting up there in that space station. And yet they're talking about, we're trying to, you know, get all, gather all this technology. You got the Orion people trying to figure out the shielding and the stuff they need to go through this intense radiation belt. And they did it no problem in the 60s. Like I, you know, this is stuff that people have to address because I'm sorry, if you start looking at the technology, there is more technology in the iPhone than there is one entire space program as far as what landed on the Apollo mission. You start looking at the computer, you know, you look into the megahertz power, it's embarrassing. I mean, our technology has been so far advanced, and yet they cannot. They're admitting they can't get back to the moon. They can't get through even the Van Allen radiation belt. And that is not even close to how far away the moon is. So again, there's things to ask, there's things to address, and just because they show us nice pretty pictures and broadcast, I mean, anyone ever seen the movie Gravity with Sandra Bullock? Incredible technology, and that budget was $150 million, and it was probably the most groundbreaking technology as far as showing space, uh, gravity, uh, simulated, the entire thing. But when you're talking about, if you if you adjust with inflation today, NASA's had over a trillion dollars. What exactly could they do with that type of budget if they wanted to deceive the world? And understand what I'm saying, these people, I'm looking at that this is spiritual. Satan has worked with men, he's worked with agencies, and he works with the world as a whole. And if he's going to deceive the whole world, he's got to use some pretty sophisticated programs in place to bring upon the great deception that I believe is coming to the earth, just like revelations and you know prophecy teaches that we're heading towards a really big, great deception that the entire world would be deceived, even the elect, even if that were possible. But for the sake, and you know the verse, but again, it explains that it's a pretty heavy-duty deception. And what if, what if that great deception carried a heliocentric Big Bang universe 
Earth's worldview, that the entire Earth believing in an entire reality or a worldview based on what they had taught us could only be possible based on that understanding. But if you broke free from that and started looking at the Word of God and said, okay, I'm just going to, for example, look at the enclosed creation worldview based on what the Bible teaches. It seems kind of crazy, but there is no aliens. There is no evolution. There is no global warming. There is all of these things destroyed overnight. Everything comes down to reality. God created us in a protective atmosphere. He put us, we were special, we were unique. And all of a sudden, all these lies, whether it's ancient aliens or, you know, I mean, there's more people now believing that we were possibly seeded by an alien race through Darwinian evolutionary means. You've got Dawkins talking about this. You've got Tyson. You've got, you know, Bill Nye the Science Guy. I mean, these guys are literally talking about the possibilities. They, of course, are real. There is more evolved life forms out in the universe. There's less life, you know, evolved life forms. So again, we're heading towards a very scientific worldview type deception. Because when you see Hollywood going that way, science going that way, NASA going that way, understand these are our entertainers. These are our authorities. And these are our wise men. And if you look, do you want to look and see what God says of the wise men of the world? The, the philosophers, the, the wisest, they are fools. So when he says fools, why would he say fools? They're not a little bit right. They are completely foolish. So is it that he's standing up there and he's like, they actually believe that this earth is flying around the galaxy, you know, at like a 16th speed of the speed of, you know, lightning. I mean, if you start getting into these numbers, we're not only spinning a thousand miles at the equator, we're flying around the sun at 66 thousand miles an hour and that the entire our entire universe is traveling at like some hundred like six hundred and sixty six hundred thousand miles an hour and you start getting into these absurd math but it's that kind of math that kind of just we can't comprehend in our brain just like we can't comprehend that this earth and everything is 4.5 billion years ago the dinosaurs existed you know these numbers are crazy and nobody can verify them and that's the problem they've given us these crazy numbers to hide all of their lies and it's time to, you know, wake up, you know, come to God, look and just kind of repent of this nonsense and say, I'm going to trust in you and I'm going to believe with what you say over what Matt has been telling me. Well, we're running out of time, but how I want to close is this. When I'm trying to discuss the subject with people, the biggest thing I'll always get is, okay, well, even if it is, as you, as you say that you're hearing that it might be, what does it matter whether it's a globe, whether it's flat, whether it's, you know, whatever, what, why, who cares? You know, I have to go to work and make money to feed my family. So why should I even care about this? So Robbie, what do you say to that? When I get that all the time, I say, you know, they'll say, what does it matter? And I say, does truth matter? And they stop because truth does matter. And again, I'm not saying that I'm making this like salvational and saying that, you know, you can't, you know, serve God and you can't do these things without, you know, looking into this. But I'm saying truth does matter. And I would say to a lot of people that, you know, have already bought in, you know, to the lies or they've looked into, you know, evolution, you know, say, does it matter teaching that we evolve from ape? You know, does that upset you? You know, again, why do you have to worry about that? This does matter. I mean, truth does matter. I mean, I end all of my videos on my channel, Celebrate Truth, with John 14:6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, right? Jesus saying that, but he's saying truth. And again, Jesus was the embodiment of truth. And again, you know, Pilate asked, what is truth? Truth is incredibly important. I mean, Jesus is truth. And again, Jesus is the creator. Uh, he is our, you know, if you look at it, you know, in the beginning, 
you know, was the Word, and the Word was God, the Word was with God, you know, the Word became flesh. But if you look at all things were created by Jesus, Jesus being the truth is our Creator. Is it important to understand truly, as our Creator, what He created? And when all of a sudden we're making excuses for the Bible, oh, well, because science doesn't teach me that, and well, no, we already know that the sun, you know, no, the sun doesn't move. We've been told it doesn't move. Well, our Creator is telling us it does move. Why are we making excuses for it? So while you don't maybe have to jump right to the whole flat earth thing at first, why don't you just start looking at these verses, bring up these things that are in my videos and other really great videos out there, and start addressing them. Maybe the whole flat earth thing is just so shocking you can't even comprehend it in your, in your whole worldview. Fine. But then start just kind of going back. I've already looked at evolution. Let's start looking at the Big Bang heliocentric you know, model of our, what they've told us that everything evolved from. Uh, well, you know, if there's no truth in that, well, what is true? Start reading the Bible, and you're going to find out. And you're going to find out that it was true all along, and that people were like coming against these people that were trying to change the natural order of God into these lies. And you look through history, and there's some incredible great men that were standing up to this, and yet people didn't listen, and they kept moving forward. But just like all of the amazing ministries that came out you know, to come against evolution, you're seeing a big movement of people coming against the cosmology, the Big Bang heliocentric universe, but you're seeing people come against the fact of saying, no, God says this is what's going on with our Earth. And if you read the Bible at face value, sorry, that's what you're going to find. But the exciting thing is you can see researchers all over the world that are verifying this through real science, through observations with the senses that God gave us, not spinning these lies and making things confusing. Because again, if you've got a spinning, wobbling ball flying through space, where's up, where's down? Take these verses, look at them sincerely, and it, it is it is a very, very important matter. There's no doubt about it. Well, thank you, Robbie, so much for taking time to talk to us today. Listeners, today my guest has been Robbie Davidson. His YouTube channel is Celebrate Truth, so check it out. And until next week on the Truth Seekers radio show. <music> ¶¶